1: Hi. How are you today? Good. How old are you? Six. Are you having a good time here at work? I don't know. You haven't had fun here with your dad this morning? It's boring, more. jay your daughter is adorable hi welcome to reality bites it's megan and jay uh jay your six-year-old daughter is our very special guest on the podcast today did you find that root beer by the way i took it out of the freezer because i thought someone accidentally forgot about it
0: no i had just put it in actually right before you got here to kind of get it super chill get it super cold right right right. so thank you though because i was like
1: oh no I put it in the door of the refrigerator so it wouldn't freeze and explode. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, it. No worries. No worries. So um, Jasmine is our special guest here today. And so we get to have you in with us today. Now, do you watch 90 Day Fiance? now good good. <laughs> good parenting jay That's right. you're doing it right tell us uh what you guys do this weekend so this
0: weekend what do we do we went to uh my sister's and hang out with my mom yep. and more like hey can you clean up this garage and organize it can you do this that and the third and so
1: oh you worked <laughs>
0: yeah basically i just worked a lot of working and yeah that was about it yeah. oh one thing what um i also forgot to feed the fish before we left on our trip did you kill him no. Oh.
1: They're all, still alive?
0: All fish were still there when we got back yesterday. Oh, wow. I put uh, some fish food in there and they didn't move at all. Like, they weren't floating, but they just weren't moving. And I was like, oh, no, maybe they're like in coma. Uh, they're com- in a coma. Comas. Yeah. But after I tapped on the glass a little bit, I guess they saw the food. They ran to it and they were like frenzied. And yeah, they were hungry. They were excited. So they that was like out why, good. why
1: are you starving us? What did we ever do to you? Yeah, Jasmine, <laughs> you need to
0: remember to feed the fish next time, okay? Uh, How about you? What'd you do this week?
1: I went home, saw my mom for Mother's Day for the first time. I haven't seen my family in in over two months wow. um and it again it still feels kind of weird because even though things are starting to open back up it still feels too soon it does and yet you know the governor in in the states where my parents live and where i live i only live three hours from my mom and dad have said limit gatherings to no more than 10 people so it was just my brother my sister-in-law their three kids my mom my dad and myself so we had eight and my brother flew in oh. jumbo stone crab claws and alaskan king crab legs from a place called joe's uh joe's stone crab in miami which of course i had never heard of and could never those afford to eat at delicious this alaskan king crab claw is the si- show jasmine she wants to see is the size of my hand. my hand my whole hand
0: those are her fingers that's her hand that's how big the crab it's like Tamatoa yeah. from Moana basically that she ate
1: <laughs> and I learned something really interesting this weekend Jasmine um, I learned that stone crabs they have these pinchers and when the, when the fishermen catch them they pull the pinchers off but it doesn't kill the crab so they throw them back and they regrow their pinchers really which which yes is why they're considered like sustainable seafood because stone crabs can regrow their claws even after they're pulled off
0: that is awesome and delicious see we should have a pet stone crab we
1: need a pet stone crab we just keep enjoying those (laughs) claws every every so often um so i saw my family and then you know remember on the last episode i told you that last weekend i got bored and i downloaded a dating app on my phone jasmine you don't need to know what dating apps are don't even worry about it so I'm home though and I'm staying at my mom and dad's house Saturday night and just out of boredom I open it up and I'm like seeing I saw a guy I went to elementary school with Really? I saw somebody else that I went to high school with it was so weird. Uh so yeah, did not swipe Right on any of them i'm like let's just avoid this altogether look but don't touch megan (laughs) maybe yeah that's a great way to put it that's exactly what i should do look but don't touch um am still communicating with the guy from qatar look but don't touch that's exactly right so I got back uh, yesterday just in time for 90 day fiance and I was exhausted so I fell asleep before it ended but I think I went back this morning and got myself all caught up took four pages worth of notes last night
0: there was was a lot to unpack from
1: yesterday there was not only was there a lot but we were missing two couples we didn't see Lisa and Usman and we didn't see Tom and Darcy
0: that's right so we were
1: two couples down and we still had a lot to cover what about um
0: Yolanda and Williams.
1: Oh, we didn't see them either. Yeah. So that's three. Three couples down. There's (laughs) still a
0: lot in that episode without those three couples.
1: (laughs) Before we kind of jump into last night's episode, Jasmine is going to put on her headphones so she doesn't have to hear us talking about some adult subject matter. And uh, they are going to do a virtual tell-all.
0: Okay, yeah. I did see something like that uh, online today, and I was very excited. Although I heard that Jeffrey and Varia aren't going to be there. There's a
1: lot of drama. I've been seeing clips because they leaked all over Instagram. Instagram oh, over the weekend they? dude i know people who listen to our podcast are not big on spoilers however <laughs> she's real lana is a real person and david was right all along
0: Well, this was at the end of the episode.
1: But I thought they they end off where his his face just lights up.
0: No. Remember, I told you, I missed the very beginning. But you
1: watched it online, right?
0: No, no. I watched it on actual TLC last night. So I watched it all the way through to the end and then he says, is that her? And then his face lights up and then he actually shows her and he's like hugging her and then they show, hey, next week.
1: If it was part of the episode last night, then we we learned that Mm -hmm. Lana is in fact real, which all along I said, what if she actually is real? What if they pull a Caesar and Maria on us because the whole season we thought Maria was fake.
0: And so now it's, seems to make even more sense because you would figure that obviously like we say they have to sign certain disclosure stuff and you know those documents they have to sign and we have to prove that you're there so it feels like the producers probably had to do a little cajoling cajoling to get her to be like look
1: you at right, least need to show need to up make at the one end one appearance
0: on the show and do a face
1: to face meeting with him yeah well, but it would appear that when she comes on the show she looks happy she's like okay I think I'm ready now it's crazy like seven years later <laughs> after and, and so then of course you have all of these questions like okay so why didn't she ever give him her phone number number, her address address. what why did she chicken out all those other times because what we find out last night i guess since we're already on david and lana (laughs) let's
0: just go ahead and start let's just go
1: ahead and start there so we pick up with David back in Vegas heading to the airport and we're we're all like okay well where's he going now like has he met somebody else has he n- at least I didn't in the very beginning think that there was any way that he was pretty quickly after he got back from his original trip to the Ukraine going to head over again.
0: See I thought he was but I was hoping that he wasn't. I was like ah oh, this dude is probably going to go back and like no I'm really going to find out what's going on and
1: Yeah, I'm serious this time.
0: Sure enough, but when he did it, I'm like okay this is just dumb. Why am I even watching this at this point in
1: the in the beginning when he's heading to the airport and he's checking in and there's they're like well where to and he's like well my ultimate destination is Kiev Ukraine and we're like I'm sorry what (laughs) so he is going to go back to the Ukraine and in the in the beginning he says like no it's gonna happen this time the first time she just felt overwhelmed which I can kind of get, because here's a girl who has only had an online relationship with an older American gentleman, and I would imagine that knowing that there's an entire film crew coming, that the whole thing might be a little bit like, I don't know if I can go through with this. This is a lot. Right. Right. But at the same time, why even agree to go on the show in the first place then?
0: Right. So the very first time when she just kind of up and didn't, because this is, would be number five. So the very first time he said that she kind of got co-feed or whatever. Yep. And so, yeah, you you would think, okay, she's been having this online relationship. But at the same time, there's a lot of safety and barriers that are there when you're talking to someone, especially like online or over the phone or whatever. Where
1: Meeting in real life is a different ballgame. Yeah,
0: game. where you feel much more comfortable. And we've seen it throughout these episodes where you feel much more comfortable and much more like a different person than when you're actually face to face with someone. So I can see you being like, eh, you know what? Maybe a little bit over my head. Maybe you know it's cool talking to this guy who's thirty years older than me. And online. he's sending me
1: money, and he's right. buying me stuff
0: the second time though when she's like oh my brother died like if she has a non-dead brother at this point
1: red flag big major red flag, red flag. Like, come and on, then you can members what was the, the excuse the procedure. third time medical procedure she didn't show up for the cruise that he right. booked her and then um,
0: another cold feet outing or something or she was overwhelmed so
1: that was this most recent right. trip where the camera crew followed him over and she doesn't get off the train and in like the blue said, dress that
0: could be you know understandable this time because oh now everybody's gonna see me and they're probably talking about this relationship and pe- what are people gonna think that I'm with this guy for seven years, so I don't know It just seems like a lot of odd stuff
1: and his fashion choices that jacket. Everyone on the internet seems to have very strong feelings about.
0: Matrix. Uh, the jacket
1: was awful.
0: Cowboy. Uh, it, was, yeah. it
1: was so like renegade. You so, know.
0: It was so long and leathery. Yeah,
1: Yeah. And, and she even, there's a clip where she's like, I like David, don't like his jacket. <laughs> like, <laughs> shades his fashion choices already. But at least she's real. At least he gets a little bit of vindication because all season long he has looked like this delicious. Delusional, he really sad has. older guy who can't accept that he's been getting catfished this whole time. And joke's on us because Lana is real.
0: Maybe Williams is real too.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe the show's got more surprises in store for us at this point. Who knows? Maybe
0: Mr. Williams is going to come on and be like, hey, someone stole my pictures. By the
1: way, that actually is me. <laughs> Yolanda, let's get married and live happily ever after. <laughs> Somehow I don't think that's the case with Williams. Oh man, I'd love But it. I am curious if we're going to get any real answers about who that really is. Is. absolutely uh, speaking of Yolanda and Williams they didn't make an appearance on the show last night we didn't get to see Lisa and Usman on the show last night although in the preview for next week's episode it, we're seeing some trouble in paradise It gets
0: real it looks like yeah
1: yeah and uh, also no Darcy and Tom although we do see another preview where we're gonna see at least Darcy again in the next episode With their kids yep yeah. now who would you like to do next
0: Oh, man. So, I, like I said, I did miss a little bit of the Varia Jeffrey, so I'd like to go ahead and okay. get me caught up on the very beginning, because I saw the end of last episode, he gets down on a knee, he has a ring, and then it cuts off, and then I didn't make it home in time to see if he said yes.
1: That was the end yes. of the episode last week. So, last night, it picks up, the episode begins, where Jeffrey has just proposed to Varia, and Varia hesitates. There's this long, Ooh. awkward pause, silence, and she basically says that she's not ready. And she doesn't say no. She just says, I need more time. Like, you know, he's been there for two weeks.
0: This is the first face to face in person meeting.
1: And so. here's, and this is why we've loved Varia all along. I put myself in her position in 2018 when I was in one of these international right. relationships. I went to Europe four times in one year and I still wasn't ready. I'm still like, how can you make a decision, a lifelong commitment, when I've only, when you sum it all up, when you total it all up, we've only been around each other each other for like two, three weeks spaced out over four trips. Right. And I feel like if you're going to make that type of decision, you should be sure you should be at least relatively confident enough to take that big of a risk. And when Varia starts reflecting on, you know, you came over here, you yelled at me in front of my friends. Oh my gosh. You didn't tell me about your criminal past. You've shown me some things that I now have some questions about, and I need more time to figure this out because I didn't walk into this having all of the information. Right. Over these past 2 weeks I've learned a lot. And Jeffrey, we know, handles
0: can- it very maturely.
1: Cannot handle, you know, and he goes into this whole like meltdown mode and I get it. The male ego is so fragile. It is so so fragile, especially in someone like Jeffrey who can't handle rejection and it's just shock had no idea, couldn't even fathom that she might reject his proposal, which is not what happened. She didn't reject him. She said, I'm not ready. So they get up and they awkwardly walk away from the campsite and next thing you know, they are leaving Siberia and they are headed back to Moscow because he is flying in and out of Moscow. I
0: picked it up from there now. I did see like them kinda awkwardly in the car together. Yep. When they got off the plane from Siberia to get on a bus, I guess to Moscow, like he is At least 30 or 40 paces ahead of her, like almost like they're not even together. It was super, and like immature. Like, what?
1: Well, and that's why I say the male ego is so fragile because most people, I think, could probably say, okay, so you're not ready to get engaged. I came over here thinking that that is what was going to happen. What do you think we should do moving forward? Right. What do you think? How do you do you want to stay together? Do you want to continue? You want me to come back over here again? And instead, he is just hurt and confused. And now they are in a van headed to the airport because he is flying back to Tennessee and they pass by this bar. And she's, she makes some sort of a comment like, yeah, it's a bar. Next time, next time we'll go there. And he's like, why would I come back here? <laughs> um. Because I didn't say, I never want to marry you. I said, I'm not ready to make the decision right now. You've been here for two weeks.
0: He went from zero to D-bag real quick. Like,
1: But no one's surprised. I mean, yeah. what we know about Jeffrey, it's not a surprise at all. But here we are. They're at the airport. It's time to say goodbye. And he's a little bit of a gaslighter, too. But he's he, flipping, making her out to be the guy. The bad reason
0: why guy. she said that, we, I don't know if we'll see each other, is because his attitude and his demeanor toward her was very much like, well, this is it. This is your chance. To, you know love me the way that you're supposed to love me he did put it on her a lot he said that you know I came out here for you know one reason and that was because at one point he said uh you know I the girl who I want in my life is going to know immediately that she loves me And she says so that means that I'm not the girl for you he's like I didn't say that
1: right and he basically is trying to issue her an ultimatum yes like if if it's me, it's me, and if you can't say it's me, then it's not me, and it's just kind of like, come on, dude, you're in your forties, like that's not an an adult way to communicate with someone.
0: And it's been, you know, I love you, and I, she might be my soulmate, this, that, and the third, and then when they're at the airport, there's no like, oh, well, I love you, yep. goodbye, no hugs, no kisses. I mean, they were hugging, but it was very much kind of sterile and like, oh, well, you've lost your shot, I'm done.
1: Yeah, it's very reminiscent too when they say goodbye of like Tom and Darcy at the airport, where yeah. like she runs back in after him. That's
0: exactly what I thought.
1: Yep, and. and and she can't believe that he's not willing to try a little bit harder and spend more time together. And that's what he says. He says, I love Aria, uh, but he's not acting like he loves her. At all. Um, and Jeffrey pleads with her one last time before entering the airport. She says she doesn't feel like it's the end. And then he says, I'm going to live my life apart from you. Thanks for the adventure and good luck. Isn't that like just such a like a, a sucker punch thing to say? It was.
0: It was the worst. Like it was the worst. After the good vibes of last episode with you know Erica and Stephanie and coming out to her parents and all this lovey dovey and oh they did such a great job. You get to this jerk.
1: Well, and even in the last episode leading up to him proposing, they had that banya experience. It looked like they were having fun. It looked like things were good and now all of a sudden just like two days later now he cannot get past the fact that she has some reservations that she'd like a little bit more time to figure out which like you said is
0: crazy it's not even like she said no she just said well I just need a little more time
1: and it's not like he's been there six months and now all of a sudden he's leaving and like look you know if you're so on the fence if you still need more time I don't know if if this is going to be able to continue he's been there for two weeks right? and from her perspective it's got to be like yeah and within those two weeks, you have shown me some things that I had no idea about. So we'll
0: spend a little more time just making sure that we're both kind of on that same plane of we have an understanding with each other and we have this, you know, bond. And he's like, no, mm, no, nope.
1: no. Nope. I'm out. And we see in the preview that in the next episode, she's texting him, but he's like going out to dinner with somebody else. Cause Oh, how quickly he's (laughs) ready to move on. Like he was ready to propose to Varya (laughs) and live happily ever after. And now he's been back for a couple weeks weeks. later.
0: He's like, Oh, Mm -hmm. well,
1: moving on On to the next
0: (laughs) plenty of fish in the sea. And
1: that's what makes me wonder is the girl that he meets and goes out with
0: after Varya. Is
1: that the one he winds up getting arrested for again? I was
0: thinking maybe it's going to be Mary. Maybe him and Mary are going to try to...
1: Maybe it is Mary.
0: Kindle something real quick. At That's, the restaurant. That's maybe the it first is. thought I have. Like, oh, maybe Mary's like, all right, I'll try it. Or maybe, yeah.
1: Who knows? <laughs> all right, who, charge. Who are we moving on to next?
0: Oh, my gosh. They are coming fast and furious. Not a lot to choose from. Uh, Ed and Rosemarie. All
1: right, let's go on to Ed and Rose yeah. Marie. Uh Rosemarie, the hero of oh this gosh. season of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. She
0: did it, didn't she? She
1: did it. And she did it maturely. She did. She did it calmly. She did it rationally. She's not one of those people who got caught up in the emotion of the moment. was
0: very thoughtful. She had a lot. You know, She she thought about it. She came to a succinct, uh, clear, concise point in in reasoning behind her actions and her words. Yep.
1: And just like Jeffrey, Ed is shocked, <laughs>
0: shocked
1: because and this is what I find so ironic about it. The guy who is so afraid that he she might be using him just to get to the United States also allows that same mentality to make him so arrogant as to a thing that in no world would she ever be the one to walk (laughs) away from him she needs me too much i'm her ticket to the u.s but you better not be using me for a ticket to the u.s And that's what I find so fascinating about some of these American men who don't want to be used because Mm -hmm. they're American, but at the same time are like, wait a minute. What do you mean you don't want to be with me? (laughs) I'm the American. You want to come to the U.S., right? Like, it's kind of comical. So they're sitting at this resort in the Philippines, and she is very, like I said, she's calm. She says she doesn't want to waste her time with someone who doesn't appreciate her. She says you have you've, you've lied to me. You haven't been upfront yep. about wanting to get a vasectomy. When I've told you all along, I do want more children. I feel like you don't love my son because you haven't really included him in anything. I've
0: been saying it from the beginning. Like, Hey man, why aren't you doing some of these things with her and her son? Take him with you to the hotels. That's and right. stuff. That's no. right.
1: You've, you've embarrassed her. You've shamed her. Oh my gosh. You have been mean to her. Like why in the world would you be shocked that upon some self-reflection that she would be the one to end the relationship? I mean, and it's just kind of mind blowing to me now here's a, a question that I had did you notice she had a ring hanging around her neck like a yeah like what was I was curious what that was
0: so I, I noticed it but I didn't I don't know I didn't put much thought into it I don't know if it's just jewelry if it's like a, maybe it maybe belonged to her mom, mom. Okay. That's, that's the first thing I, would I,
1: I thought I was I just want to make sure I didn't miss something about the, the the ring that she was wearing around her neck now he walks away because after she dumps him and says <laughs> that she's done he's throwing like a temper tantrum oh well fine speed walking away and (laughs) i I was watching pillow Pillow talk Talk. as i was trying to catch up (laughs) (laughs) i did think that was really really funny robert coming through with the line of the (laughs) night so, anyways, I will say, after watching her stand her ground, speak her truth, and do so, it, she's this is a girl in her early 20s. I think it says so much about her that she would rather give up the hotel rooms and a life in America for what she knows she deserves. And that was
0: the thing, too. I think that's a very important point to make. It's not like they were at her apartment in the Philippines, you know, kind of the comforts of home. I mean, she was at this luxury yeah. resort yeah, and, you know, almost like a, hey, this is not, maybe not quite quite what your life is going to be but this is definitely you know where your life could be heading if the you types stay,
1: of things you'll get to do you
0: could expect if you're with this guy yeah. and so it would be very tempting to be like ah oh, he's such a jerk but man right this pool is really nice okay you the know that's super comfortable right. i
1: mean mind you she sleeps, she sleeps on like, on like a, a, mat a mat yeah on the floor in her house up. in the philippines right and so it is it's such an interesting thing to watch someone who comes from so little be willing to walk away from what she perceives as this so much more glamorous life because it's not worth it. Absolutely not. It's not worth it if you're not going to be happy. Mm-mm. It's not worth it if you're, if you're with a partner who doesn't appreciate and value you. And that's what I think I love so much about this storyline is that I think it reminds you not to settle for less because you might get a better life as far as material things. It also proves that you can pretend to be anything you want online. And I think that's what Big Ed kind of did and i think his insecurities in person got the best of him and he's still at the end of this as she says she's done he's like i can't talk to her right now i can't even hear what she's saying maybe she just needs time it's like uh <laughs> no, no dude she doesn't you blew it
0: and it's crazy because you know you came into this kind of thinking oh you, you wanted to pull for ed you want to root for ed but he yeah. kind of flipped to a villain toward the end of it and there might be time for him to kind of you know change that perception a little bit and- maybe he'll come to some sort of like Uh, Realization like oh shoot you know what This is a lot on me
1: and I think there Have been some comments that he's made About how he mishandled certain situations But I am kind of curious overall If he's able to step back and say No I actually really need to do some work on myself And I really need to change if if The collection of series of events That happened while I was in the Philippines Is not a reflection of who I am or who I Want to be right so how am I going to be A better version of myself moving forward He's trying to do a lot of anti-bullying stuff Right now on social media because I think he He's getting roasted so badly. Yeah. And so yeah, so I'm curious to see what type of energy he's going to bring to the virtual tell-all and whether or not he's going to come remorseful or he's going to be in goofy Big Ed mode. I don't know if you follow him on social media, but he does these super weird like videos and stuff. All right, moving on to Ash and Avery. So Avery, we pick up, they're still at this Airbnb and it's the day that they're supposed to leave to go meet Taj and Sian who live two hours away from where they've been staying now he says that he feels like Avery is out to destroy him
0: destroy him yes
1: because he says quote she destroys me with words it's interesting that that's his perspective that's his take on all of this because all we've really seen is her asking him questions about like so why do you think that way and do you do you do you really believe that men are dominant and alpha and women have to be subservient I think it's part
0: of uh, Avery's heartless demeanor because well, she
1: says she says <laughs> your first words were you're heartless, heartless yes. and again childish that's the word that describes the behavior of a lot of the men on this episode particularly of 90- day fiance before yeah, the 90 days fellas it's a lot of very childish behavior you are grown adult men who are unable to effectively communicate the way what you're thinking and how you're feeling or understand why your partner may be thinking we feeling a certain way and it's startling to watch it on tv okay so then he says if you want to make this work uh we just have to be honest with each other but i find that funny because that's not what he wants he does not want avery to be honest with him because as soon as she was right after the seminar he freaked out, which is a very childish thing to do. Instead of being able to answer her questions and communicate like an adult, he reverts to childlike behavior, claiming that she's attacking him, and that is textbook gas lighter behavior so they get in the car and they start driving to see taj and Sian. and avery says you know what i think i'd like my own hotel room for the night because i need some time to process and and sort through what i'm thinking and feeling and he goes
0: like what no that's not the way things are done what i don't know you are really trying to you might have the quote but he said you're really trying to i'm trying to fix things and you're not trying to make things better right now great
1: i wrote down he flips out he says he deserves better than this better. situation right now. And it's that's what's so funny about when he tries to be this calm Zen relationship coach Ash. It feels so disingenuous it because it's inauthentic and it's not real. It's it's who he's trying to pretend to be. But when we see the, the antithesis, the emotional outburst, that is the authentic genuine Ash. The one who actually does get upset. The one who actually does have a lot of work to do on himself.
0: And there doesn't seem to be a lot of business. Build up. So you know, for someone of his "quote unquote" demeanor of you know Zen and all that, you would think that there'd be a buildup of kind of frustration of you know, okay, but you know, Avery, I'm trying to tell you, but it seems to go from very Zen to oh my gosh, you're a heartless, you know, murder yeah, trying to destroy me. You do that,
1: right? right? When she says she wants her own room, <laughs> and he does that, he like whips his head around and looks <laughs> oh at my her, gosh. and then he just has that like just so emotionally shut down so acting irrationally because he's acting from a place of emotion. Absolutely. And and a further revealing that he's not the calm Zen Ash that he wants us all to believe that he is. So the next day, Avery has now spent the night in a hotel room by himself. Ash says he's going to see Taj. So she takes a cab to Sian's house the next day to meet the ex-wife and the son. And sure enough, I will say that like the meeting goes pretty well, pretty all illical. things considered. Yeah, very agreeable, amicable, Taj super cute, Yeah, the dog super cute, the ex-wife super cool. She was, yeah, she was really nice. Yeah, so this is where I definitely don't think, I think <laughs> Ash... Gets very nervous because, He should be um, And my question is Did he not know That they were gonna go Have a glass of wine Did he think that They were all gonna Sit around together And talk All three of them Because he looked Genuinely nervous And surprised That Avery and Sian Were going to leave And go to a wine bar To talk one on one So and they go It did to,
0: appear That Sian was drinking And Avery really wasn't
1: So they go to a wine bar And Avery is about To get the whole story And she says Do you feel like Ash is honest. And Sion says, absolutely. Which I was a little bit surprised that without hesitation, be like, yeah, I think he's honest.
0: But maybe he's not trying to really put up a front or lie to her because it seems like all the stuff that he's kind of holding back is stuff to keep Avery close yeah so you know the girls that he helps coach or whatever so far as relationships he kind of has to lie and kind of mold that into a story to keep her close when we find out that he's not been honest about how long they've been divorced and separated is to keep Avery close so I feel like Sian's already there he's already married her they already have a child they have a relationship they're cool he doesn't really have to lie to her but this new girl he's trying to he's trying to attain her and she's clearly not as easy as some of the other girls he's tried to attain sure and so he has to really put in a lot of work which means dishonesty for him
1: So one of the things that we learn towards the end of their storyline is that Avery was under the impression that Ash... And Sian got divorced 10 years ago Which always
0: seemed odd to me Because they've said it several times I'm like, but their son is 10 So they get, like, she got pregnant And basically they got divorced then Or shortly after his birth
1: So what we find out is that They've actually been separated for several years But they only got divorced a year ago Only a couple months before Ash started talking to Avery Now, if I'm being honest I don't think it's that huge of a deal
0: I didn't either Because I think I know where you're going with it But if you're you're already kind of working toward a divorce Then you're probably checked out of that relationship In some extent you have
1: a kid together so you're still co-parenting so on some level it might just be easier to like separate and and his mistake is that he should have said oh well we've been we separated years ago but the divorce was just finalized but now I'm
0: interested because she said years ago but 10 years is a pretty long period of time that you would you know you would probably be a little more specific about if you're Ash and be like oh yeah it's about a decade ago like 10 years ago but for her to not say yeah we separated like you know oh my gosh like 10 years ago for her to say oh several years several years I feel like it's only been Maybe two, three. I four. was gonna say
1: more like four or five years. Okay. Like maybe when Taj was like five, they were like, you know what, this probably isn't gonna work. They separated, and we also learned that the one of the reasons that things didn't work out between Sian and Ash is his inability to deal with his emotions and be honest about his emotions. Yep. So this is going to be a big problem. Another thing that Avery's going to have to figure out.
0: And, oh, and the fact that he's been portraying it as Sian is on board with Taj just moving to the U.S. Not a problem, which, which all of us thought was ridiculous. And
1: Avery knew that all along, though, because Avery's even said, I really need to talk to her because as a mom, like, there's no way that's true. There's no way that the mom's just like, yeah, take the kid to America. That'd be great.
0: And Sian started crying just Discussing the fact yeah. of the child's been not even she didn't even, i don't even think he's really told her that he wants the child to move to the u.s as in he has permanent custody i think he probably poses sion as oh well you know
1: he'll come stay with us for the summer when he's not in school
0: because she was crying at the fact that she would have to spend any time away, away from taj from taj not like oh he's going to be moving forever right so there's a lot of issues not to mention the fact that <laughs> i just really noticed it in this episode avery always seems cold and i'm like is not she from
1: seattle washington it's a- very so oh my god in seattle it's a thing it's called the seattle freeze and it's about how hard it is to make friends because i always describe it as like caffeinated introversion people are very introverted and it's hard it took me a solid year living in seattle to start making friends and uh, people have written articles about it it's a real thing they call it the seattle freeze but
0: i mean uh physically cold like she's always like
1: oh freezing she's
0: always like cold like you always see her kind of Postures bundled. Did she not bring some warm jackets or something with her? Maybe she thought Australia hot outback kangaroos or something because she doesn't seem to be like she always seems to be very cold and I always feel bad for her. I
1: thought you meant like (laughs) stoic. She she is that. She is very reserved, but that's a very Seattle thing. Like that is not a surprise to me. Now, as far as why she didn't Google the weather before she went, (laughs) like I don't know. Or like buy yourself a jacket. I can't tell you how many times I've been traveling and oh, it's going to be raining tomorrow and I didn't bring a rain jacket. So I go to a store and I buy rain jacket like that's like when they what have the i competition do when i travel on the
0: beach she's in the sweater but she like is she freezing looks like she's freezing cold when she's in like the little uh i think it's a uh what is that thing overall she has like the overall outfit that she's wearing she's like walking and she's like oh yeah let's get inside and i'm just like avery where like,
1: avery, are you anemic do you, need to, <laughs> right. you need to be checked out what's happening here um okay last but not least oh my gosh we have stephanie and erica now this is one where i'm not necessarily ready to count them out yet
0: I'm not ready to count them out, but I am. I'm like one foot out the door on Stephanie. Like everything is always.
1: Yeah, she has rubbed you the wrong way all season long. Yeah, she's just, I don't know.
0: Maybe it wouldn't be such an issue if she wasn't with someone like Erica, who is just such a free, kind of open and happy spirit. Yeah. She's a bit of a Debbie Downer.
1: Okay, that's a good way to describe it. She does seem to always bring the mood down. And she has spoken out on social media saying we had a lot of really good times. Unfortunately, all they're showing you are the times where I was being an (laughs) a-hole. So it's the day after the dinner. It's the day after Erica has just come out to her parents and her parents have had this amazing reaction and and it it was so heartwarming to watch. And now we pick up with Stephanie saying, you know what? Uh, Let's hop on a video chat with my mom and let's tell my mom. Now, I do agree with Stephanie that doing it over video not the way to do it but I also understand hey you just told your parents I'm your girlfriend I should tell my mom you're my girlfriend right
0: and we both said this earlier uh, prior to doing the show that you know it felt like very odd to do that sort of thing over video chat from another country so
1: So sure enough we see Stephanie's mom on on a Skype or a video chat call and mom has no idea what's going on (laughs) and and, uh, does not seem to give any indication that she even suspects that there is something more to these two to
0: make sure that stephanie is using her hand sanitizer and taking her medication
1: which is interesting because remember erica's mom said on the previous episode moms always know moms always know and so i found that i found that a very interesting contrast sure enough When Stephanie says, I have a confession, and Stephanie's mom's face (laughs) all of a sudden is like, what's the confession? So in the moment, Stephanie chickens out. She goes, oh, I went cage diving with sharks. And her mom seems shocked by that. (laughs) So Stephanie chickens out and doesn't tell her mom. I do agree with her that springing it on her over a computer is probably not the right time right. and place now she's only got Stephanie only has a few days left in uh, Australia it is time for game night at Adam's house <laughs> which seems like a bad idea given what Absolute, happened at the absolutely. first friend outing but they're gonna try it again and as this situation is unfolding I'm like this is a terrible idea because well,
0: the game they're gonna play is uh, I don't know if you have it down there but it's sort of like truth or dare it's
1: called the privacy game right. it's, it's exactly like never have I ever right right and and believe it or not, it actually goes well. Yeah. So it seems like we have really turned a page here. I was back to feeling optimistic for them. These two keep taking me on a roller coaster, right? Because I'm like, no, nah, this isn't going to work out. Oh my gosh, look, look, they're having a moment. You know, the dinner at, at Erica's parents' house, and now this game night, things seem to be going really well. Um, And I actually do like how open and honest they are with each other at certain moments. I like how understanding they are of each other. They yeah. seem to share that common experience of being two females who, who have a big thing that they need to share with their family so they think they bond through that
0: and Erica really is quite mature even though she acts you know kind of you know or she looks like she'd be a little more immature and more you know whatever she actually is very mature about her the way she communicates is generally pretty good
1: yeah absolutely well we do find out that there is something that she has kept from Stephanie right um, but we're not quite there yet I just think so far that this is the that this is the most honest relationship so far even though i feel like they are the most open with each other
0: and i think they feel more most like a relationship you would see and you'd say oh yeah i know a couple like that or i've seen people like that or i've been in situations like that some of the other people seems kind of like far-fetched like lana and david you're like what i don't understand how that even works
1: so next thing you know it's morning time and they both wake up looking fresh as daisies
0: (laughs) Stephanie, looks,
1: done, Stephanie looks
0: really done. Uh, Erica looks pretty done. Stephanie looks like, oh my gosh.
1: So again, we know though that they have to get up and get ready before the camera people show up. Like there's no, you don't wake up looking like that. That is no. not realistic. Um, Beyonce,
0: I wake up like that.
1: <laughs> well, you don't have any hair to do Jay. So this is where we find out that one of Erica's problems is, is that she's already been through a relationship that was on and off for 10 years. Now
0: Erica's 24, which means she was
1: 14
0: about time. Um, yeah, about that time, she, I guess, was interested in a female, and they were off and on for a decade, and the girl never, I
1: Acknowledged guess Erica as a girlfriend. She was always, like, the friend.
0: But if this was the first time that Erica's ever come out to her parents about being bisexual, then that means that Erica also didn't
1: kept the f- this girl a secret from right. her parents. Yeah. So
0: they both were kind of keeping secrets and they're both young so I don't know.
1: That's a big thing to keep from your girlfriend though. Yeah. If you've told her that you've hooked up with your friends and about your other past relationships it's a lot to then be like oh and I, I have been in an on again off again relationship for 10 years with someone who kept me a secret and I I'm afraid of that. I don't want to be just known as your friend to your mom for the rest of our relationship. So that of course Sets Stephanie off. Because oh my gosh. Stephanie already has a lot of trust issues and insecurities, but at least she owns them. At least. Stephanie when she does her one-on-one Camera interviews can can acknowledge That she has That is a lot of work she needs to do on Herself as opposed to a Jeffrey As opposed to a Big Ed who Seem to be in complete denial that Anything they've done has been wrong so that's
0: a good Point that you know I never really thought about until this moment That she does she is very good about you know saying Hey you know what I have these trust issues I have these issues Where my mom is very conservative and She's my only bond and so you know I protect that at all costs and so She does have a level of self-awareness that most the other couples do not but at the same time I think Erica brings up a good point is that you know if what you are trying to achieve is this happiness within a relationship but you are always gonna be uh, you are always gonna allow to be dictated by what your mom thinks then you're not gonna be able to pursue these relationships you you just won't be able to because your mom is not gonna be good with it you've already said and
1: how Erica also kind of says and how dare you put me through this yeah if you're not really ready to be honest about who you are with the people whose opinions obviously matter very much to you and I have to be you know I I can sympathize with Stephanie because I also come from a family where I love my family so much I really want their approval and sometimes there are things that I'm afraid to tell them because I don't want I don't want to upset them I don't want them to be upset with me and it's it's um not everyone has that relationship with their parents not everyone understands how difficult it can be to risk upsetting them hurting them disappointing them
0: well I think and this uh, you know this couple really highlights that it, you don't even have to have a relationship with your family in which, like Stephanie's, where her mom is very conservative, you can have families like Erica's where her family c- clearly is really cool and kind of open-minded. she wasn't even sure. And she wasn't sure. She wasn't comfortable because you just never know.
1: You never know, but that's why I think I understand Stephanie a little bit more. But Erica has this really cool family. Of course it was easier for you. Your parents are amazing. My mom is conservative and conservative controlling my mom is not like your parents so Mm -hmm. i need a little bit more grace i need a little bit more time to come to how i'm gonna do this and look stephanie's on a television show (laughs) so she's not gonna be able to keep this a secret from her mother forever
0: well i mean her mom is going to find out (laughs) as we are probably learning and
1: i'm guessing that this is probably how her mother finds out (laughs) i would hope that when stephanie goes home she has a face-to-face conversation with her mom
0: Oh, man. But knowing Stephanie, I could see Stephanie being like, we're just going to watch it. And oh, by the way, mom, once it happens on the show.
1: I think I'm definitely team Erica, but I'm also team Stephanie okay. because I think I like how much she recognizes she's she says things like, oh, I think I'm just in a, in a manic state right now. Like, I, I understand I'm acting irrationally. I understand that this is not normal, acceptable behavior. She breaks the dish. Yeah. There's yelling. She tells her to get out. I'm done, etc., so on. But that was to me an emotional reactionary. I'm done, and I'm not ready to count these two out yet. Even as Erica is packing up her stuff, saying she's going to go to her mom and dad's house, and Stephanie's like, "Well, I guess I'll try to figure out how to get back to Adelaide because that's I'm tr- flying in and out of Adelaide." I mean, you,
0: you're going to get an Uber or a taxi. That's how most people do it. But anyway,
1: so yeah, I mean, look,
0: I think Stephanie also came with the with the realization that you know we just both have very differing differing views.
1: Yes, thank you for saying that is that these two seem to be two people who who have a lot in common because of being relatively the same age Mm -hmm. and both being in that situation where they haven't told their parents certain things yet i think they were attracted to each other but i think what they found out is that they're two nice people who just aren't meant to be together that that they just there is that communication problem there's the jealousy problem and maybe it's just not in the cards for them and and again i like how they both seem to kind of get that I
0: understand that yeah and i mean i do because i feel bad for i feel bad for stephanie too because it's difficult if you kind of have that mindset and you have these concerns and these worries and you know for, from erica's perspective how many times do you allow someone to kind of react the way that stephanie has reacted and say it's cool because when you talk when you hear erica's friends talk they say well erica's always the bubbly you know fun personality she's never sad she's never crying
1: stephanie seems to make bring that, her yeah sad. Bring that out.
0: so you know they probably do need to just kind of separate as from a relationship standpoint
1: but still remain friends but
0: still remain and friends. i
1: hope that that is what's in the cards for them um we end with stephanie saying that's it we're done erica leaves stephanie's alone in the hotel and we see in the preview though that stephanie's not going to leave australia without at least trying to meet up with erica one more time so we'll see what happens Happens when they sit down at this cafe restaurant, and we'll st- I, something still tells me that that it might not be over for them. I don't
0: know. You haven't really seen anything on social media about those two, have you? Like their relationship, wise?
1: Right, but I almost feel like when it's when there's nothing, when things are super quiet, sometimes it does mean
0: right that they're still kind of yeah. That's what I feel like too. I feel like uh, when it, <laughs> when it's Big Ed and Rosemary you kind of know it.
1: Right, you know it's done. Right, right. Not a surprise. She's been very vocal on on Instagram instagram and social media about how you know (laughs) how she feels about big ed and and the way it all went so anyways, long story short, uh, Stephanie and Erica have been on a very kind of volatile. Absolutely. But I and I say it all the time, as exciting and wonderful as these international romances are, and I highly recommend you try it at least once in your life, because it really is. It's it feels like you're living in a movie and it feels like so different than it feels dating someone that lives in your town that you can see whenever you want. And that being said, I also feel like you have to appreciate them for what they are and not try to make them be something they're not
0: absolutely and
1: I think that's where a lot of couples that come on the show get it wrong because they're trying to force the the puzzle piece into the wrong spot and no matter how bad you force it like Varia said if it's destiny then time doesn't matter it'll work itself out if it's meant to be right if you believe along those same lines so um, 90 day fiance before the 90 days we'll be back Sunday night on TLC we will have a new episode one week from today on Monday don't forget to find reality bites on Apple Podcasts, Google play wherever you listen to podcasts
0: rate subscribe.